0: Hi, this is In Then Some, a weekly podcast from Solomon McCown & Company, where we discuss all things integrated communications. You're listening to episode one, Digital Media Stats and Trends for 2019.
1: I'm Michelle Master Batista, one of your co-hosts.
0: And I'm TJ Winnick. You know, the media landscape is evolving faster than ever, from social media to new publishing platforms to video on demand. Public relations and marketing professionals have an increasing number of tools in their toolbox, which they can use to reach their target audience. Today we'll be discussing the latest stats and trends in digital media and how they will shape communication strategies in 2019. So without further ado, Michelle, let's get into it. The first thing we're talking about is podcasts and the first, yep. Yeah, so. Friday, it was announced that Spotify acquired the Anchor app, which we're actually using to record this very podcast, and at their Worldwide Developers Conference in 2019, excuse me, in 2018, Apple confirmed there were over 550,000 podcasts, which doesn't seem that surprising because it, it does seem like at times that there's a new one popping up every day.
1: Um, We know that 44% of the US population has listened to at least one podcast, which is up from 40% in 2017. Um, podcast listeners are typically loyal, affluent, and educated, so as you're thinking about your strategies for 2019, you know, perhaps depending on who you're trying to target, this makes sense for you. We also know that people, you know, where they're listening, 49% of podcast listening is done at home, and 22% of listening is done in the car. That's where I actually listen. Where do you I, listen?
0: I listen while I'm doing dishes and loading the dishwasher. <laughs> it actually makes it uh, bearable for me.
1: That's very nice of you. I'm sure you're appreciates
0: that. Oh, she does. Well she she actually expects it at this point. Uh, <laughs> but um, you know podcast listeners are, are much more likely to be active on social media as well. Uh, podcast listeners are more likely to follow companies and, and brands on social media so you really have a, a target rich audience and then podcast listeners uh, listen to an average of seven different shows per week uh, up from five in 2017. I think I listened to probably, Probably about three different podcasts every week.
1: Yeah. And hopefully, you know, from now on, everyone will include and then some in their uh, their favorites. Go ahead and save this to your favorites on Anchor.
0: Well put. Well put.
1: Um, so speaking of social media, let's roll right into some of the social channels and the top social stats uh, for 2019. So Instagram is just continuing to blow up 1 billion users they reached uh, the 1 billion user mark in june um so you know they're just really seeing a ton of success they're they're set to surpass time spent on instagram um is set to surpass both facebook and youtube which is kind of crazy if you think about it that's a lot of time a lot of time i know i spend a lot of time there um, brands on Instagram have a 4.2 engagement rate, which is doesn't sound like a lot. 4.2% doesn't sound like a lot, but it's actually 10 times higher than engagement on Facebook and 84 times higher than on Twitter.
0: And if you thought that Walt Disney World is the happiest place on earth, guess again. <laughs> uh, users on uh, Instagram like 4.2 billion posts per day uh, much more positive uh, than any other social media community, especially Facebook. Uh, the most popular brand on Instagram, I thought this was pretty cool, National Geographic, uh, with over 91 million fans, uh, so shout out to Nat Geo. Um, and then 71% of US businesses use Instagram, uh, edging out Twitter, which has is, is really plateaued, uh, but not Instagram. Uh, 25 million business profiles, uh, and over 200 million users visiting at least one business profile every day. I know I like to use it for a lot of um, sort of retail item uh, reviews and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, I find it really helpful. Also, um, it's great for ideas mm-hmm. for your house, if you're um, or sort of do-it-yourself projects. Um, Instagram is great for yeah, that. Yeah, it's
1: a place where brand messages don't kind of feel intrusive. They're kind of welcomed.
0: Agreed. And very organic. Um, 2 million monthly uh, advertisers on Instagram. This is a great opportunity for businesses to connect with their audiences. Um, And 80% of users follow at least one business. So again, they don't feel like they're getting the hard sell. Mm
1: -hmm. And there's a lot of different ways to create content on Instagram. So in addition to posting images and videos to your stories, um, videos become really huge on Instagram. Instagram put, you know, put all their chips on video uh, back in in June of 2018 when they launched IGTV. Um, more specifically on live video, they were really banking on live video and. Um, you know what they've seen is that kind of didn't didn't catch on as much as it did on on Facebook and some of you know other places like Twitter and Periscope. Um, so a lot of businesses who originally uh, tried out IGTV, um, of those 72 percent say they have no intentions to to use IGTV in 2019. Um, however, the Stories feature will just continue to be huge. Um, stories are those little. Um, bubbles at the top of your Instagram where you can kind of see that ephemeral content. It's a concept that they creatively acquired from Snapchat um, and did it better because unlike Snapchat on Instagram, you actually can discover uh, content from people you don't follow based on hashtags or, um, you know, you're just able to see things. It doesn't have to be something that you're directly sending to someone else. And these are stories that disappear after 24 hours. Um, There's over 300 million people using the stories feature every day. Um, So, and it's actually not a surprise that over one third of the most viewed Instagram stories come from businesses. Um, Yeah, I mean,
0: the thing is, is that, you know, with the rise of social media, it was always said that every company is a media company, but really never uh, before so much as today. Um, with the popularity of stories and and video Um, and 57% of brands believe that stories have been somewhat effective or very effective uh, as part of their social media strategy that's according to buffer which is a social media management platform and buffer also uh, reported that uh, 62% of respondents told us they have yet to invest in story ads and 61% they plan to in 2019 so um, it, it folks haven't adopted um, stories uh, quickly necessarily but it seems like when they do um, that, they, that they're long-term converts
1: yeah and I think just adding on to that um, a lot of our clients ask us about getting started with stories and how what kind of content should they create um, stories content is that vertical video and vertical photo format. It doesn't need to be overly produced because um, the way brands are using stories is in a really organic sort of way where they're using the features that are native to the Instagram platform like stickers and GIFs and the text that they they offer you. Um, So you don't have to go and create this kind of overly produced expensive piece. You can actually, you know, Use a lot of photos and video that you already have and repurpose that for Instagram stories, um, either to tell a story, educate your um, audience, take people behind the scenes of what you do. There's a lot of ways to really get creative with it.
0: So moving on to Facebook um which is the uh,
1: parent company
0: Yeah, the parent company of Instagram. <sighs> I love when people say I'm leaving Facebook. I'm going on Instagram because I don't <laughs> agree with Facebook's, you know, politics right. and then uh, sure enough.
1: Cuz your mom's now on.
0: Right. Not so cool anymore. Um but you know, Facebook um even though we just um threw some serious shade at it, it is a great place for <laughs> video content. Um it's number 2 only to YouTube. Um, every day, over 100 million hours of video content is viewed there, pretty incredible. Um, and, and businesses have um, caught on and have um, been using Facebook uh, for a while. Over 50 million businesses have a business page. Um, and they know that uh, most people access Facebook around eight times each day. Um, so a good place to be. and. Many Facebook ads contain video content. Uh, 44% of all marketers actually intend to pay to promote their video content posts because we know now that Facebook is really a a pay-to-play platform and that organic reach is uh, pretty minimal. Um, And so you need to boost those posts if you want folks to see it.
1: Yeah, definitely. And as you're thinking about what uh, kind of content to use in your boosted posts, if you're doing video on Facebook, um, our the average human attention span is shrinking every year. I think we're at six seconds, which is... Uh, a second shorter than that of a goldfish. and um, it's depressing. It's pretty depressing, But the magic number for for capturing someone's attention uh, seems to be the first three seconds of your your ad or your content on Facebook.
0: Yeah. So YouTube is really the preferred form of social media marketing worldwide and and worldwide is is key. eighty three percent of all consumers prefer it. And it's really incredible as a child of the 80s to to read that YouTube is more popular than cable television um, is remarkable um, because the platform has a reach that extends to more people between the ages of 18 and 49 than traditional US television. Sort of makes sense. Uh, Overall, YouTube has a billion and a half users uh, making it the second in social media uh, popularity. Um, Most of YouTube's uh, user base is male, uh, which is interesting. The ratio is 55 percent men to 45 percent women. I know I go on a lot to watch uh, sports highlights.
1: Yeah, it's definitely the place for um,
0: movie trailers. That too. Yeah.
1: And, uh, and and DIY stuff. Whenever I you know need to know how to do something, I uh, actually changed my own uh, tail light using a YouTube video. Congratulations. So yeah, no, thank I, you. I I <laughs> actually
0: built a brick path um, at my house <laughs> using YouTube Isn't it and, and watching. Yeah, I don't know. They always make it seem so much easier than it actually is.
1: (laughs) Gotta love YouTube. Um, So a lot of our clients are are B2B organizations. And, you know, you're probably wondering, what about LinkedIn? Um, So not to be, you know forgotten is the the social media network for business professionals and for continuing education. Uh, LinkedIn has 530 million users on it. Um, They actually lowered the the age limit to join LinkedIn to 13 and um, they're saying that the the average um, enrollment of an Ivy League college joins LinkedIn every day. That's pretty astounding. Um, So lots of new users Um, they allow you to share a lot of different types of content. They were a little bit more slow to adopt uh, video, but they finally have it. They've done great work with LinkedIn Pulse and LinkedIn Publisher, um, really putting focus on um, encouraging LinkedIn users to create content. Um, So they want business people to create content. Um, They've got about content in their feed is getting about 9 billion impressions per week, but only 3 million users uh, out of the 500 million are actually sharing content on a weekly basis. So what that means is that there's a huge opportunity if you're a business, if you're a nonprofit organization, if you're a thought leader to create content on LinkedIn, because um, it has a real opportunity to be seen by a lot of uh, people that you would potentially, you know, want to do business with. Um, And in addition, they also added human editors to the mix. So um, they have kind of a a hybrid of human editors and algorithm mix. So when you publish to the the LinkedIn pulse, um, the algorithms determine kind of what content is doing well and what's popular. And then human editors might also step in and read your content and ask you to create more that they're then gonna push out to everybody on LinkedIn. So it really is a, a huge opportunity editorially.
0: Yeah. And I remember you were on board the LinkedIn publisher train early, uh, early encouraging on. all of us and, and, we were and early
1: adopters here.
0: Yeah. And I remember, you know, using the publisher tool that you really do get so many more eyeballs than just, uh, an average post. Yeah. Um,
1: you know, we actually just did, um, we were doing a little comparison of some metrics for a, a client and, um, we had an article, uh, that was shared to, I think it was, it was on Forbes, um. Great legacy publication, lots of credibility and clout there. When we looked on Forbes website, um, there were about 40 shares of that article. Uh, we went on LinkedIn, and there was a, an article penned by the CEO of uh, another a competing big firm, and that article had about 377 shares, 1,900 likes, um, 300 comments—just huge reach. You know, so it's it's different because it's self-publishing; it doesn't have that sort of third-party right. credibility. Yeah. But just you know, as part of your mix, it should be definitely you know in your strategy for reaching audiences.
0: Yeah, and it's also a great place for uh B2B leads. Um 80% of those leads actually come from LinkedIn. Um and about 45% of LinkedIn article readers are in uh, upper level positions that includes managers, VPs, directors, um and the C-suite. If you're looking for eyeballs on LinkedIn and who isn't, um a good thing to keep in mind is that how-to and list posts actually perform the best. Um, so keep that in mind as you're thinking about what format to put your, to put your, um, article or your story in.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, we're, we're nearing the end of our, our podcast, but we want to touch on two things that will continue to be huge trends. Um, in 2019, we talked a little bit about video on some of the social platforms. Um, it's just going to continue to explode, um, On top of this, uh, most social media marketers are using video as the number one form of content. Um, By 2020, three-fourths of all time spent on mobile devices will be watching video. That's pretty astounding if you think about it. Absolutely.
0: And and talking about influencer marketing, which is, of course, um, third-party validators sort of singing your company's praises. 37% 37 uh, percent of respondents uh, to this um, survey uh, shared their business uh, has invested in influencer marketing and of those brands 68 percent 60 excuse me 68% say it's somewhat effective or very effective still nearly one-fourth that's 23% of brands are unconvinced about the impact of influencer marketing on their brand so it seems like it's taking uh, certain brands a while to get there maybe it's not ideal for everyone, but that those who are using it, uh, seem to be pretty happy. And additionally, 88% of those brands that use influencer marketing are also planning to continue with a strategy in 2019. And, and those numbers, Michelle don't lie.
1: Yeah, I think it's something that, you know, you really have to experiment with and, you know, learn who the good influencers are to work with for your brand and, you know, build those relationships just as you would with journalists.
0: So this has been uh, the first episode of And Then Some, a weekly podcast from Salman McCown and Company, an integrated communications firm based in Boston. Uh, on this podcast, we discuss all things uh, integrated communications. Uh, Michelle?
1: Um, TJ and I are off to the Catalina Wine Mixer, so we will see you later.
0: Indeed. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Take care.